Hi, welcome to the Drive by Brian podcast. Let me your ears and listen to me and my guests as we drive around uncovering their personal stories. The saying goes, everyone and everything around is your teacher. So join me on this ride and let's see where it leads us. Good morning everyone and welcome to Self Driven, uh, a segment of the Drive by Brian podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about self-investment. When I speak about self-investment, I speak on exactly what it is, being self-invested in terms of education, physically, emotionally, socially and... An example of this at the moment is I'm very self-invested in creating a, um, a business or a platform where I don't really depend too much on outside influence. I was very reliant on having guests on the show, which I love very much, and that's how it started. But at the same time, in order to create these segments, I had to be self-invested in doing self-drives and trying to motivate people out there so hopefully these segments do inspire people um, or motivate anyone out there now the saying goes the best investment you will ever make in life is with yourself and that will give you the best returns or guaranteed return because when you invest in yourself you are taking the time to whether you be invested in stocks, shares, bonds, real estate, going out there and buying houses, real estate in terms of buying commercial properties. Um, and also another way to financially invest in yourself is having always having a, a plan of emergency savings, um, basically three to six months. And they do say live paycheck to paycheck and that literally means if I get paid today I've only got enough money to sustain me for until the next paycheck which is usually within 30 days time Um, in terms of being self-invested you need to really learn how to be financially savvy budget your money um, ensure you pay off all your debts because they are a huge hindrance in terms of your freedom having credit card debts loan debts any type of debts I'm, I, I, there are some debts that are called good debts which you do take out in order to make a return on for example like to say if you buy a house you rent it out that's a good debt because it'll pay back for itself without you having to be too involved well the tenant will be paying back um, yeah, essentially in, in everyday life, being financially self-invested is one of the four quadrants of, you know, making the best best out of yourself. Um, another way to be self-invested is physically, um, exercising, going to the gym. If you invest in your health, essentially eating good food and going to the gym or just literally going for a jog or a mile run every day Um, if you think about it in the long run as you get older if you've been investing in your health it's a good thing because you don't want to be one of those people when you get older you have back pains or any types of physical problems because you only get one body and you should really be invested in that because that's all you have 
um, drinking water, maintaining your hygiene, and maintaining a healthy a healthy weight. You don't want to be overweight because that brings a lot of problems. My my type of exercise that I choose to. I don't really go to the gym because I don't feel like I can find enough time with having two kids at home. And I guess you could say it's an excuse, but if I can squeeze in a jog here and now and then, um, I think that's a good form of exercise. Some people use yoga as a form of exercise, which helps you physically and mentally, apparently because it's um, linked to being spiritual at the same time um, which obviously brings on to my next part which is being self-invested mentally as well um, this is more on the side of meditation and I've never really meditated myself but some people who do meditate say that when they do invest that time to, to set aside and meditate um, it's a way to tap into their mental health and it's, a, it's an alternative form than I suppose going to therapy and sitting down in a chair and you know telling people your problems or that's another investment is therapy psychotherapist I'm sure you might have listened to a sit down that I had with Toby in the earlier episodes about um, psychotherapy or going to therapy and people go there to get an an alternative view on their problems and hopefully the therapist can can help them in that sense yeah also just being self-aware of how you are on a day-to-day -day basis just realizing when you do get into certain moods where you feel you're not really balanced you're in a negative mood for the day or just being self-aware that it's happening but not being too attached to it and just making sense of it to kind of know you're going through a certain period and it won't last for forever or just not getting caught up in a cycle of being uh, depressed too much or being too attached to certain certain things um, Another section of being self-invested is socially as well, uh, which is a huge one because as human beings we like to connect and in this day and age we kind of found ways to connect through the internet, social media or popular one right now is WhatsApp and people have WhatsApp groups for families, for friends and it's a way to connect with people and I feel this is an important one as well actually socially because personally I'm lucky to have a big group of friends that I can get in touch with and we've been friends for a very long time and I know that it's uh, there's a lot of men who have issues who can't really have that access to other male friends or speak to them about certain things even though I do have a good big group of friends there's only a certain few of my big group of friends that I would go that deep with in order to share my problems like that but even, it doesn't always have to be so deep, just having that banter or just being in that group, friends, you know, like um, having a network of people that you can, you know, share things with is really important socially as well, like, because not everybody has that, to be honest, and I think you should really invest in getting out there, networking with people on a social level, on a friendship level, or even professional level like if you're 
looking to get into something, for example, what I'm doing at the moment, it's it's a positive thing to go out and look for groups on podcasting, for example, um, if you relate it to myself, or just anyone generally. I don't know if you like football is a good one actually. When some people go play football on a Sunday. And maybe they go for a couple of drinks after. It's good to be socially engaged because, as you can see right now, we're going through a world where we're very, very disconnected, and the only time we do connect is online. And I don't, it, it, I don't know. It, for me personally, I prefer face to face, but I suppose some people do connect better online, or if they don't have the access, or yeah, if their friends aren't very close. So just to recap, I said you can invest in yourself financially, physically, mentally and socially. Now, that's something I just realised recently that it's good to be dependent on people or interdependent on people, but you have to find an element where you are self-dependent. If you depend on, on one specific thing in particular, for example, let's say... I don't know, you started a business and you're very dependent on an individual that you started the business with and then they're letting you down. There's come to a point where you feel like you're putting more work than they are. Things aren't working out, essentially. You should always have a plan B to say, okay, if if you're really passionate about a certain project or business that you, you start with somebody, you should always have a plan B to see how you can run that on your own if ever if anything ever went kind of tits up um good example of actually being independent is possibly in relationships i suppose not so much in marriage but when you've got a girlfriend or a boyfriend and i don't know you're six to twelve months down the line if you're too dependent on another person for your happiness um that's always gonna possibly gonna backfire on you and you should realize that is a huge risk and you should always try and find a way find ways to improve yourself and invest in yourself into knowing that if possibly that relationship breaks down or it ever comes to an end that you be okay as much as possible or it won't hurt as much even though it would hurt but it, it won't hurt as much because you've been in, investing in others in other aspects for example physically, mentally, or socially, or even financially. So having those four quadrants is always important because it gives you a good balance on whichever way you go. For example, like you're saying, if you were in a relationship and you miss that person, or the relationship breaks down, if you've got your finances in order, your physical health and your mental health, or even especially your social health, when you've broken down in a relationship, you can kind of lean towards those things and you don't feel like a complete failure. And I always find that when you lean towards any side of these quadrants, so if you're too physically invested, but drop down your finances, your mental or your social, um, it's gonna go against you in the sense because you, if you self-invested in terms of I planning to <clears throat> to become completely debt free in all aspects 
um, I don't have much credit card debt or any other type of debt um, and this is a huge freedom for me um, because I never went to university so I don't have any student loans on me much credit card debt I my car is fully paid for so I don't owe anyone in that sense so essentially I'm at the beginning where I don't have anything any ties to anyone that I owe money to and this is a huge thing when you owe money to people is they kind of determine how you live your life when you when you owe money um, physically I I do invest in this in, in my physicality in terms of exercise and eating well and I you know they do say like the wealthier you become the better or when you look at the wealthy side of society they eat better than most people who don't have much money and a good example of this is actually when I was in the shops the other day when you go to these supermarkets um, when you compare the difference between I don't know going to shop at Waitrose or versus going to shop at Lidl which is a, a very low budget sort of side of things you do tend to see the difference in how they look after their food or even the taste of the food and the wealthy seem to invest a lot of money into looking after their their body essentially because that's your longest term investment and they eat well and then they exercise so in society the more money you have the more you start investing more into your well-being rather than uh, material goods essentially I know the wealthy do buy material goods but they buy material goods with a potential earning a return on them so for example if you buy a Rolex watch you know that it's gonna go up in price in years to come so it, it's like a, they, they get a return on their investment that concludes the last bit of the self-investment section and I hope you can kind of really pick out some great points that resonate with you on that one um, yeah I'll catch you on the next one thanks for listening